Network Next Gen, the podcast, inspiring design industry hustlers. All right, awesome. Okay, well, Maria, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited to have you. Um, Maria Van Diemen is the workplace advisor for OFS, but I'm going to let you introduce yourself. So do you want to give us a little background on who you are, um, what you do, and then we'll get into it? Of course. So I'm Maria Van Diemen, like you said. Um, I like to think that I'm still an interior designer, which I am. Um, I worked in design for almost a decade before I went into the sales side. So my background is in workplace place and healthcare design. And I really love the design community so much. There's so many passionate people here and I adore it. But I live in Miami, Florida. So (laughs) I'm a Midwesterner from Indiana, but I've been in Miami about 10 years. So the culture and the diversity there are so phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've been with OFS about six years now. So loving this side of the industry, loving the connection to interior design um, and all the beauty that is in this industry. Oh my gosh. It's such a special industry. I feel like things like Neocon really highlight that too, right? You just get to feel like the warmth of the industry all in one place. Yes. The energy just brings people together. Um, I hosted a dinner last night with a bunch of designers from all across Florida and we all went around the table saying what we love about the industry. And it was so interesting because there was, there was, you know, the obvious, you know, we're designing for people, of course, but so many people talked about the individual connection and how it's such a community and they feel so at home with everyone in the design world. And you know, really at the end of the day, it feels like we each have each other's back. And that was brought up again and again in that dinner. And it was so cool because that's really the heart of our industry. Yeah. That's the reason we do it. That's amazing. I love that. Awesome. Well, you have this amazing project um, and I'm sure on video, everyone can see this design your world book. It is so special. We heard about it. We're so excited to feature it and talk about it. So can you tell us a little bit about the project and kind of what got you started on it, what it is. Um, Yeah, I'd love to have you take it away. Yeah, so this children's book is called Design Your World. And I feel like to talk about the book, we first need to talk about the IIDA program that Mm. inspired it. And so if you know IIDA headquarters, they have this incredible program called Design Your World. And they go and they go to different um, high schools um, in Chicago, in Miami, and they just opened up a new city in St. Louis. Oh, nice. But it's a five-week program where they have special instructions and the students have to apply to be part of this program. But it's a crash course in interior design. And it's specifically for students of underrepresented populations. Cool. So if we look at the demographics of interior design, um, you know, don't quote me on these numbers. (laughs) That's okay. I think 5% (laughs) of interior designers are black. Wow. Compared to, you know, that population is, I think, 18.5% of our U.S. population. And wow. the Latino community is 3% of design, whereas it's, you know, similar, 17 to 18% of our population. Mm-hmm. So there's this huge deficit in what our industry is representing. And so this program, Design Your World, specifically goes into those underserved communities and presents design as a career path. Wow. And it's this really powerful program of bringing students together, bringing professionals to help show that, hey, this is a viable career. And for anyone who's creative, anyone who loves design and art, you know, this is a pathway for you. Wow. And so IID has done such an amazing job with this program in those three cities. 
That's amazing. And, and to give it to students so that they know that it's an option, I think that's like where it really can make a difference. Absolutely. Because you can't end up in the field if you don't even know from as a student that that's an option. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And there was a program yesterday where Cheryl Durst, you know, CEO and president of IADA spoke um, just about the program, but they brought in a student that went through the Design Your World program in 2020. And she was incredible and talked about how she was so impacted by the program and impacted by the professionals who came in. And now she's a first year student at a university in Indiana for interior design. Wow. So full circle. Yeah. So many cool <laughs> success stories coming out of it. But that's I'm like, amazing. that's what we need, that we need people rallying mm -hmm. to bring more professionals and bring in a more diverse pathway. Absolutely. So how did that program inspire the book or where did you come up with the idea for the book from the program? Like, tell us, like, I've always been fascinated by how books get created. <laughs> so the fact that you made one is really exciting to me. But how did the book come about from the program? Yes, it was a really <laughs> cool connection. So OFS is a big sponsor of the Design Your World program. Okay. And Doug Shapiro, who's incredible, he does our Imagine a Place podcast. He's just like everywhere and does everything. Yeah. But he is a co-author of this book with me. And he initially reached out um, to Cheryl Durst, who inspired the story behind this. Okay. Uh, but we have this really cool letter, which Cheryl wrote to Doug in 2020. And I think oh it kind gosh. of gives a lot of the why behind this okay. book. And so I just want to read yeah, it. Yeah, read okay. it. Read it. I'm so curious. <laughs> okay. So this is a letter from Cheryl to Doug in September of 2022. And this was the spark that created the story behind the book. Okay. So Cheryl says, My dear Doug, design is about wherewithal and having the courage and the audacity to manage and control the physical environment. A thousand years ago, when I was a high school teacher in downtown Washington, D.C., I challenged my students to find where they could be most powerful. They issued answers like force and making someone do something. Some suggested weaponry and violence. I picked up a desk, moved it to the window, and asked the biggest bully in the class, who had always been seated in the back and far away from the teacher and his peers, to sit at that desk. And as the sunlight streamed over him and he looked out the window, I asked him how that simple change made him feel, how it made him feel about anything, himself, school, the day, whatever. Sitting there in the sunlight, where he never sat before, he simply said, better. I asked him then what else he could do and the students could do to get to better. And then and there, we redesigned the classroom. Kids who had never had power over anything in their lives all of a sudden had the power to create better for themselves mm. and others. Moving that desk may have changed that kid's life. I know it had impact. All of a sudden, I was getting calls from parents telling me that their kids were moving furniture and painting <laughs> walls and asking landlords to pick up trash getting to better. That's what design does for everyone. But it indeed does resonate with children and teenagers who don't, don't always believe that better is within their reach. The simple story, the simple lesson is a story I tell every new employee at IIDA. It's an enduring life lesson for me that teaching children about design and their own power of the world around them need not be complicated. Signed, Cheryl Durst. 
That like gave me chills. That's really powerful. Super powerful. And you know, it's Cheryl's amazing language. Like she's a master of words too. Totally. But the idea that then that, that choice of moving the furniture gives them power, like that's the key to me is like now you have, you're empowering the students. That's amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh. And that idea of power and agency and control Mm -hmm. is one of the main themes that runs through the story. So the Design Your World children's book, like, we create it as an earlier pathway into design. So we have this high school program, Design Your World by IIDA, Uh and this was just an earlier introduction. And so one of our main goals of the story was this idea of control. So Serena, the young girl in the book, she goes on this journey through her classroom and through her personal life and at her grandmother's house to discover the power of design in her life. Wow. And the control aspect, you know, so many kids don't feel like they have that. They don't have power over things, like Mm -hmm. Cheryl said in her letter. So we wanted to show that, you know, opening up a window and picking up your room, little things can start that idea of design in a child's life. And concepts that can grow into, you know, what our industry is in creating environments. Oh my gosh. I am like so excited to read this book. (laughs) That is so fun. How did you pick the name Serena? I'm curious. Like, uh, is that a good story? So (laughs) Serena is, so Doug Shapiro is the co-author. Serena is his middle child. And he actually said that this has created drama. I was going to say, I feel like choosing a child's name. So he picked a child. And so apparently (laughs) Serena's the favorite. Oh my gosh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, he loves all of them equally. (laughs) That's so great. I love that. <laughs> um, okay, so where can we purchase the book? Like if people want to pick up the book or find the book, where can they get it? Because I feel like for parents, aunts, grandmas, whoever that uncles, whoever wants to give this to children to start inspiring them, this is such a cool way to do that. So like where can yes. they grab the book? Yes. So we have this on OFS.com on our website. Um, It's in the sliding header at the top of the page. And it's also, if you Google it, it's on Amazon. It's on any bookstore. So it's really exciting to see the title everywhere. Is that fun for you, too? I would be like, I'm on Amazon. Amazon. It's super (laughs) surreal. So I took a screenshot and sent it to my mom when it popped up on Amazon. I would totally do that. What? (laughs) Um, Have you ever written a book before? Or was this your first? No. No, never. So what made you personally? want to like write the book like what made you want to be a part of it so just being a part of the design your world program made me want to be part of the book and when I started hearing you know rumors of this going on and you know Doug Mm -hmm. mentioning it on the side I was like this is incredible yeah and one of the themes too we wanted to show diversity in our book Mm -hmm. and show a young black brown girl with Mm -hmm. these afro poofs in her hair because we have to show that representation you know Mm -hmm. Seeing your own diversity, your own racial mix, that can affirm it in yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that we very strongly wanted through this book. And so it was amazing to partner with him on it and just tell this story that needs to be heard. I love that. I'm so excited to read it. Um, So OFS, obviously amazing company. The fact that the OFS would put out a book like this and get behind programs like this, I think a lot of companies talk about these kind of ideas, but they don't always have action. So 
so OFS has action, which is wonderful to see. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about OFS as a company, maybe why they um, would want to do projects like this? Does that go through the company culture? Um, I would love to hear more about OFS. Absolutely. So the company culture of OFS is really, you know, so many people say we're a family company, but OFS truly at our roots, we're a family owned business, been in business for over 85 years. And so it's a third generation of the family running the company now. And they truly care about people. And I think that goes into our marketing, that goes into how we design furniture for the human experience. Mm -hmm. um, but then also with a book like this, and they recognize that there's such a need for things like this. They recognize that our industry is only better when we all work together and when it reflects the populations that we're serving and designing for. Mm -hmm. So it was a mission that has been, you know, near and dear to the hearts of everyone within the company. And just, you know, creating unique ways to show that. And even, I love that the OFS name isn't even on the book. Mm -hmm. So we designed this so that it's for everyone. You know, mm -hmm. I don't care if my competitor buys the book, you yes. know, let's promote it in our industry. Yeah. And so we didn't want to just stop at OFS, mm -hmm. but it's a message that we want to resonate beyond our walls. And that just goes back to our company culture and the inclusivity and some of the DEI efforts that we're trying to bring to the table and represent. That's amazing. I think the fact that you pointed out that OFS isn't even on the book, that shows the heart <laughs> behind the project and the company. Amazing. Okay, so we're at Neocon. So I've honestly been in the showroom, this showroom, for all the time. So I'm excited to come up and see OFS showroom. But is there any products you want to spotlight or highlight? Anything about the showroom? Anything OFS is showing off this year for Neocon? Oh, my gosh. The showroom <laughs> has been insane this year. Oh. It's been so busy and packed. We have a lot of awards award-winning seating products that are super exciting. But what I love is just the dynamic spaces we're trying to create. Mm -hmm. So you walk through and there's not hard walls, there's not drywall, but we're using what we're calling soft architecture mm -hmm. to create these spaces designed for humans. Um, and one of our newest series is called Gather, but mm -hmm. it was, you know, using the word together because Ooh, post pandemic, that. you know, we really have this need to connect with people and mm -hmm. to get together. And so the products that can both define spaces through what we're calling soft architecture, but also creating this community sense, you know, you and I sitting here mm -hmm. and talking about this book, you know, that can happen through these dynamic products. And so I love that we're showcasing that throughout our space. And we've gotten such good feedback from people just who've walked through, who love the look and feel. Um, but then also we're nodding to our culture and our history through some of the artwork and through mm -hmm. some of the like textures and some of the things that we're showing. So it's it goes back to those roots of being a family company and that we're all we're all really in this together. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. I love it. I can't wait to come see it. That even just <laughs> sounds welcoming and warm. I love it. Um, awesome. Okay, well, we love to close with this question um, and it's a big one, so just get ready. Okay, buckle uh, up. <laughs> um, what do you see as the kind of the future of the industry? Obviously, I feel like um, socially conscious driven efforts are huge. Um, inclusivity, uh, diversity, all of that is something that our generation cares about. The network next gen, next gen designer generation cares about. Um, what kind of do you see looking forward into the future of the industry? It could be OFS related, it could not be. Um, just in general, what do you think when you think of the future um, of design? 
That's such a deep question. I know, and it's I, a big one. <laughs> I feel like design is changing so much. Yes. So the thing that comes to mind for me is meaningful work. Mm. Um, you know, from the pandemic, when we all sat at home individually, I feel like we have this need for purpose now mm. that is even more than ever. So I see meaningful work playing out in our workplaces and how we design. But then in each, you know, in each seat, in each person, I feel like there's that need to have meaning in what we do and you know network next gen is so great at bringing people together and mm -hmm. forming communities but that has to be formed at the workplace level mm -hmm. at the healthcare level at the education level mm -hmm. so everyone needs to find a way to have meaning in their lives and bring meaning through their work and mm -hmm. i think that plays out in mentorship that plays out in you know stories like design your world where we're trying yeah. to grow the diversity of our industry mm -hmm. but i think interior design in general with all the changing of AI and what is the future hold and what does the workplace look like, mm -hmm. we need to find meaning and purpose through that. So I can't tell you exactly what it looks like <laughs> in five years, but I think yeah. there has to be purpose-driven efforts. I agree. And I think if there isn't that, people aren't going to buy it. Like right. the consumer is not about it unless right. there's meaning and purpose. And they're so. not going to stay in the industry if they right. don't have a heart connection to what they're doing. Absolutely. Amazing. Well, thank you, Maria, for being here. We so appreciate it. Design your world, OFS.com or on Amazon. So thank you so much. We thank appreciate you. For you. Me. <laughs>